Hello everyone. I hope you're all enjoying your summer. It's not too soon to start thinking about Thanksgiving weekend plans. Um, I will be leading the Jivamukti Yoga Retreat at Ananda Ashram in upstate New York again this year. And I would love to see you all there. So you can find more information about the retreat on yogastickler.com or on jivamuktiyoga.nyc slash events. And this is a really exceptional retreat. There's lots of options. In addition to yoga classes, there are Sanskrit classes, there's morning fire ceremony, there's meditation, there's evening programs, all of which are, of course, optional because you might also want to take some time for yourself to take a hike or sit by the lake um, and, of course, enjoy all of the delicious vegan meals at the ashram. Um so I really hope you'll join us. And again, you can find more information on yogastickler.com or on jivamuktiyoga.nyc slash events. Thanks so much. And without further ado, here's your class. So welcome everyone. Hello. <laughs> we're gonna um, we're gonna start very simply today. We're gonna start with Om, and uh, Om is a way of sort of first of all bringing our minds and our intention and our attention into the present moment and into this room, into this beautiful space and also a way of kind of acknowledging each other so even if you don't know the person on the next mat next to you or in front of you or behind you or even if you didn't have time to say hi to your friend across the room uh, we can sort of use OM to acknowledge that we're in this room together as a community we're not alone in a room somewhere thank goodness (laughs) better together Shanti three times. Shanti means peace. Shanti. Shanti. Hario. 
I don't know if some of you remember back to like your first class or your first class here, perhaps. I remember my first class, which was actually in that room over there. My first yoga class ever was in that room right over there. You can see I've come really far in my yoga practice. <laughs> in 10 years, I made it all the way over here. <laughs> Um, I remember in my first class feeling, feeling strange about chanting Om. It was a new experience for me, and I didn't know what it meant, and I didn't know how it would feel. And um, more, more so than Om, I, if I remember correctly, we were chanting to Shiva in that class, and that was also like... Aside from going to church with my grandparents as a young kid, that was also one of the first times that I, as an adult, was like singing to a deity. And I didn't quite know what to make of it at the time. I did it anyway, but I was a little unsure about it, you know what I mean? And luckily I stuck around long enough to, to figure it out for the most part. <laughs> um, but I don't know if some of you have had that experience or if some of you had that experience uh, when you first started coming here or, or chanting in, in Sanskrit or whatever. But another thing that also I was sort of simultaneously in awe of but also found mysterious was being in a room with a big altar. And, um, it, you know, it was always a bit like, wow, what, is, what does all that mean? You know, I, I, I'm not quite sure about all this. And I've come to realize, like, over the course of my practice and because of my wonderful teachers, all of my wonderful teachers, that, that like, everything on the altar is meant to remind us of where it is that we ultimately want to go in our practice. So, like, everything on the altar has a, a meaning. Like, the, the candlelight, the light represents the light of our consciousness, the light of our awareness. The, the clear water reminds us of the natural clarity of our hearts and minds. The, um, the plants, it's always nice to have something alive on the altar representing life. And it's also nice to have plants on the altar because then um, it encourages you to care for the altar every day. There's something to take care of there's a life form to take care of on the altar. So it's that practice of interacting with other beings, right? And taking care of the preciousness of life. And then in this room, there's the figure of the goddess. And now, even though the goddess is in a, is in a form, she's in a figure, she represents shakti or, or pure consciousness, right? So it's representational of, of consciousness itself. And then... In the other room, there's the figure of Krishna, who even though, even though it's an embodied form, even though it's a figure that, that you're seeing represented, Krishna represents universal love, universal unconditional compassion and love. So you th see, all of these things are re meant to remind us of the qualities in ourselves that we're trying to grow, that we're trying to bring forward in ourselves, right? I've even spent a lot of time staring at, in admiration at these wonderful uh, stained glass windows. And over the course of years, now no one 
no one told me this, but over the course of years, I've come to sort of think of the stained glass windows as representing the limitlessness of human creativity, right? So, I mean, even if you're not an artist, like just being in human form and you, you all are cre creative individuals in whatever you do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so anyway, um, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I think, I think we get, especially in the West, we get a little tripped up by these words like devotion and worship, right? And then ironically, ironically, we all worship something. We're all devoted to something. It's just a matter of figuring out what it is that we're devoted to. Maybe we're devoted to our work, to our career. Maybe we worship celebrity culture. Maybe we worship monetary value or materialism. It's not wrong or bad. It's just for, it's just that when we recognize that we're feeling an aversion to something like devotion or worship, we have to also realize that it's inside of all of us. We just have to recognize what it is that we're devoted to. I think, it, I still cannot recall the name of the Bob Dylan song, but there's a Bob Dylan song, and the lyric in the song is so brilliant. He says, you've got to serve somebody, and it might be the devil, or it might be the Lord. But you've got to figure out what it is that you're worshiping, right? I figured it out, and it seems, it seems to be that in my meditation practice, whatever is coming up, whatever is a distraction to me, is whatever my mind is fixated on, right? Whatever that is, whatever that is, if it's work coming up, or if I'm obsessed with a, you know, someone who's annoying me, or, you know, whatever it is that's coming up in meditation is often the thing that the mind keeps returning to over and over and over again. Right. Last idea to share, and then we'll get moving. I was sitting in a, uh, this was years ago, many years ago, I was sitting in a Buddhist teaching, and the teacher was talking about how um, the Buddha would, uh, would appear to a person in, in whatever form, they would take whatever form most appeals to that person. So the Buddha might be in the form of your lover because that's, easy, that's like accessible for you to be devoted to that person and to shower that person with affection and love. Or the Buddha might show up as your best friend because that's the connection. Or the Buddha might be the father figure because that's the, the most accessible way for you to connect to that sense of love and devotion, right? Or the teacher said, the Buddha might show up as your worst enemy. And I was like, what? That's weird. And the teacher said, well, think about it because who do you think about more? <laughs> Who does your mind fixate on the most other than the person who is most annoying to you? <laughs> but it shows you something about the mind and something about the way the mind attaches to something, whether it's your enemy or whether it's your friend or whether it's your loved one or whether it's God or, or whether it's work, right? Okay.
Let's come into downward facing dog. So if that's the case, if, if, if it's true that our mind and our hearts are, are going to be devoted to something or going to worship something, then what is it that we want to focus the mind on? Where is it that we want to go? Who is it that we want to be is the ultimate question of yoga. Who are we and who could we be? Soften the knees and start to walk the feet forward towards the hands. Folding forward over the legs. Take a long Uttanasana. So your feet can step a little bit wide. Your hands can be a bit forward out in front of your feet. Just so you can really connect down. Press down through hands and feet. Good. And then widen the feet about, mat with distance apart or so. Bend the knees and come into a nice deep squatting position with the hands together at the center of the chest, sitting up tall in the spine. And then bring the hands down to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Heel toe the feet all the way together. Tuck the chin into the chest. Slowly roll all the way up to standing. One vertebra at a time coming on up. Good. Walk forward on the mat. Bring the legs and the feet together. Arms alongside the body. Exhale. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of the hands pressed together. Exhale, fold forward, hands touch the earth beside the feet. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step the feet up to the hands, exhale, fold forward over the legs, inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, exhale, release the arms, inhale, reach up, hands together, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step feet between the hands. 
Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Again, inhale, reach up, palms press, look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands touch the earth. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward face. Exhale, downward face. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. And exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back, heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back and lower, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana one, reach up. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Shvanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Shvanasana. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, Vira one. Exhale, hands to the floor, slowly lower. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha. Exhale, Adho Mukha, breathe five times, inhale, exhale, one, inhale, exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, five, bend the knees, inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands, Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind the back, lace the hands together, extend the arms and legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the right foot back to lunge. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Shvanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Shvanasana. Inhale again to plank pose. Exhale the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs. Inhale, right foot steps forward. Exhale, left foot follows the right, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, take arms behind, lace the hands together, extend the legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, left foot steps back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. And exhale, downward facing. Inhale again to plank. 
Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot follows. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, come upright and release the arms. Hands on your waist. Inhale, hop or step your feet inner hip distance apart, about four or five inches apart. Inhale, lift up the chest, point the elbows back. Exhale, fold forward, reach out, grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers of the hands. Inhale, a breath. Exhale, fold forward, pull the top of the head down towards the floor. One, inhale. Exhale, two, good, breathe in. Breathe out, three. Try to lift the backs of the legs even higher up to the ceiling. Four, inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift head and chest. Slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet. And as you exhale, fold forward again. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, pull up on the feet with your hands, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, lift head and chest, release your hands, step the feet about mat width distance apart or so, bend the knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest, stretch the left arm out in front of the left leg, right arm reaches up and back. Now everyone can bend the right elbow behind the back. Up to you, you can leave the left hand on the floor or take the bind, both hands behind the back. Inhale, exhale, one. Inhale, try to even out the weight between right and left foot. Two, inhale, exhale. Now backtracking, press the left hand down, right arm up. Exhale, hands pressed together at the center. Other side, right arm in front of the right leg, left arm reaches up. Exhale, take one or both arms behind the back. Breathe in, breathe out one. Make sure the pinky toe edges of the feet are lifting up away from the floor. Two, inhale, exhale, three. Good, backtracking now, right hand down, left arm up. Exhale, both hands together at the center. Bring your hands down to the floor. Raise your hips up and fold forward over your legs. Okay, bring the feet like halfway closer together. About halfway in from where they are now. We're going to set up for crow pose, arm balancing. So press the hands down into the floor. Lift the heels up and then place your knees as high up the backs of the upper arms as you can. Maybe even up towards the open part of the armpits. Then shift your weight forward into your hands, into your fingertips. See if you can lift up perhaps one foot off the floor or perhaps both feet. Bakasana. Inhale. Exhale. Squeeze feet together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Take one more inhale. And then as you exhale, make your way back to Chaturanga. Good. Inhale. Upward dogs. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Back heel down. Lift up, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach all the way out to the right for triangle pose. Right hand down, left arm up. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale. 
Exhale, two. Inhale, try to gaze up towards the left hand. Three. Inhale, roll the right shoulder back and down. Exhale. Inhale. And exhale on the inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the right knee. Virabhadrasana, two. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Position the right knee directly over the right ankle. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Good. Inhale. And exhale, five. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Left arm reaches all the way over the left ear. Extended side angle. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Seal the outer edge of the left foot to the floor. Three. That's it. Inhale. Exhale, four. Long left elbow, long fingers. Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands down onto the floor. Sneak the back foot in a little bit closer and straighten both legs. Inhale, lift head and chest. Look forward. Exhale, fold forward over the right leg, chin to shin. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Try to center the middle of your chest over the middle of your right leg. Three. Better. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale. Five. Inhale. Bend the right knee. Exhale. Step back. Downward facing dog. Inhale. Step the left foot forward. Virabhadrasana. One. Exhale. Open hips and arms. Virabhadrasana. Two. Inhale. Extend the left leg. Exhale, reach out to the left. Trikonasana, right arm reaches up. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Both shoulder blades move down away from the ears. Three. Inhale. Left shoulder especially. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Virabhadrasana, two. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Take the left hand down outside of the left foot. Right arm reaches all the way over the right ear. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Inhale, seal the pinky toe edge of the right foot to the floor. Two. Inhale. That's it. Good. Exhale. Three. Good. Spin the right side of your rib cage even higher up to the ceiling for four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Move the back foot in a little bit closer. Start to straighten both legs. Inhale, lift head and chest. Look forward. Exhale, fold forward over the left leg. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three, sorry. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. And exhale, five. Inhale, bend the left knee. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Bring the feet and the legs together. 
come forward into a plank pose. Now keep your right hand where it is. Don't move your right hand. Rotate onto the outer edge of the right foot and keep the right hand planted where it is. Good, left arm reaches up. Now, make sure you're not just sinking down into the right shoulder. Push your right hand down so hard into the floor that you can sort of lift up out of the right arm, right shoulder. Inhale, plank pose, left hand to the floor. Keep your left hand planted. Don't adjust your left hand. Instead, shift your weight onto the left side. Left hand stays where you left it. Good, and again, make sure you're not just sort of sinking down into left shoulder. Push down so hard that you're able to lift up out of it. And then remember that feeling because you're gonna need it later. Inhale, plank pose. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck toes, seat to feet, then extend the legs, downward facing dog. So no matter what we've been through, highs, lows, exciting, boring, and otherwise, this is a good time to re-establish that rhythmic breathing, to re-establish your intention and your attention. Okay, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. And exhale, stand up, release the arms, Tadasana. Good, everybody turn to face the right hand side of the room and step the feet or hop the feet wide apart. Turn the toes a little bit in towards each other, heels a little bit out. Hands on your waist. Inhale, lift up your chest, arch back, point the elbows way back. Exhale, fold forward. Start with the hands on the floor between the feet. Inhale, a breath. Exhale, fold forward. Top of the head reaching down towards the floor. Firm up the legs. So imagine you're trying to push both feet down through the floor. And as you press both feet down, can you feel all the muscles of the legs pulling up onto the leg bones? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> Inhale, lift the head and chest. Rhetorical question. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Hands behind the back, interlock the fingers together. Inhale, lift up the chest, pull the upper arm bones even closer together. Exhale, fold forward, top of the head reaching down towards the floor. Now, legs still sturdy and strong, just like when we did the first variation. In this variation, be careful that you're not hanging back in the heels. There's a temptation to hang way back in the heels. See if you can bring some weight to the center of the feet. And then, firstly, reach your knuckles up, as far up to the ceiling as possible. Feel how the shoulder blades and upper arm bones can move even more together. Then keep that up direction, but just reach the knuckles over a little bit. Good. So up, mostly up with the knuckles and then slightly over the head. Okay, on the inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, hands grab your waist. Inhale, lift the chest, point the elbows way back behind you. Exhale, fold forward. Bring the hands to grab hold of the big toes for yogic toe lock. Inhale, exhale, fold forward. Bend the elbows out to either side to pull the top of the head down towards the floor. Good. On the inhale, lift the head and the chest. Slide the hands up to grab the ankles. 
holding onto the ankles. As you exhale, bend your right knee. Shift your hips to the right, but don't lift your left foot up. So both feet stay flat for now. Inhale, come back up to center. Exhale, bend the left knee. Inhale, come back up to the center. Exhale, right side. Inhale, center. Exhale, left side. Good. Keep going. On your own, try to link your movement with your breath. So synchronizing breathing and moving. Good. So wherever you are in the cycle, take two more full rounds. Right and left side twice all the way through. And then after you finish the left side, come back to the center and release the hands to the floor so that I know that you're finished. Okay, good. Turn the right toes out to the right. Bend the right knee over the right ankle. Place your left, right hand flat on the floor on the instep side of your right foot as the left arm reaches up for extended side angle B. That's it. So arms reaching in one line wrist to wrist. Push the back of your right shoulder against your right knee and see if that can help you open up the front of the arms, front of the chest even more. On your inhale, bring the left hand down to the floor next to the right hand. Pick up the left heel towards the ceiling. Look forward towards the curtain side of the room. Open up across the chest. You can optionally bring your elbows down to the floor or down to two blocks if you prefer, or you can stay up on your hands. But keep the head and chest lifting forward. So for today, we're not dropping the head down or looking down, but really trying to lengthen the front side of the body all the way from your chin to your left heel. Good. Bring the hands to the floor. Straighten the arms. And then as you exhale, you're going to walk both hands to the middle of the feet and parallel the feet again. So we're coming back to the center, coming back to our home base here. Okay. Other side. Turn the left toes out. Bend the left knee. Press the left hand flat into the floor on the instep side of the left foot as the right arm reaches up. Good. And then... Feel the connection between leaning the back of your left shoulder against your left leg and being able to open up the front of the chest in the pose. Maybe you can even tuck the left hip a little bit more under the side body. Good. On the inhale, bring the right hand down to the floor. Pick up your right heel. Look forward. Keep the energy of the chest opening and the energy of the gaze moving forward as you bring the elbows down to the floor or to blocks. Or if that's not happening, stay up on the hands. But the movement of the chest goes forward. The movement of the chin is more forward. That's it. Beautiful. Okay, bring the hands to the floor. Straighten the arms. And again, as you exhale, walk the hands back to the middle of the feet as you parallel the feet. Home base. Okay. So again, turn the right toes out to the right. Bend the right knee. Right hand starts on the instep side of the right foot as the left arm reaches straight up. Back heel is down. Right hand is on the floor and your left arm is up. Now everybody can take the left arm behind the back. 
Then, completely up to you, you can leave the right hand on the floor or you can thread the right arm underneath the right leg to make a bind with the hands. Ideally, the right hand would encircle the left wrist on this side. Same dynamic of energy where you're pushing the right shoulder against the right knee to try to broaden the chest. That's it. Now keep breathing, slowly start to extend the right leg. It might not extend all the way. Listen to your breath so that you can feel what's right for you and your right leg today. If you've stopped breathing or the breath has become harsh, then you might have gone a little too far for today. Okay, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down on the floor, left arm reaches up. Bring the left hand down to the floor next to the right hand and pick up your left heel. Again, look towards the back side of the room. Now, this time, you're going to thread the right arm underneath the right leg. Mm -hmm. Keep the energy of the chest forward and the gaze forward. See if you can walk both hands out to either side of your yoga mat. Mm -hmm. Maybe even onto your neighbor's yoga mat. <laughs> And then see if you can lift up onto your fingertips so that you're using more of your leg strength to hold you up and less of your arm strength. Then try lifting both hands up off the floor. Even just test it out for a breath or two. You can always come back if you need to. If your hands are up off the floor, then take the arms behind and connect the hands. Again, right hand would want to encircle the left wrist here. Chest moving forward to balance. Yes, that's it. Good, release both hands onto the floor and then walk both hands to the middle as you straddle the legs and parallel the feet. Ah, home base. <laughs> okay, turn the left toes out. Bend the left knee. Place the left hand down inside of the left foot as the right arm reaches up. Take the right arm all the way around behind the back now. And then up to you, the left arm can go under the left leg and connect together with the right arm, or you can keep the left hand on the floor. Bound extended side angle. Yes, that's it. Good. See how, uh, see if by looking over the right shoulder towards the ceiling, you can open your chest a little bit more. Mm. Now, slowly and being mindful of the breath, start to extend the left leg. If it does not extend all the way for you today, that's okay, but keep breathing into it. Okay, on the inhale, bend the left knee. Exhale, left hand down, right arm up. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Pick up your right heel. Look forward towards the front of the room, chest open. Now, take the left arm underneath the left leg. Both hands onto the floor to start. Everybody can walk the hands out wider to the sides. And then you can stay like that or optionally come up onto fingertips. You can stay on your fingertips or optionally lift your hands up off the floor. If your hands are up off the floor, you might as well take a bind behind the back. Good. And then bring both hands to the floor now. Walk both hands to the middle of your feet as you parallel your feet. Home base. That's not the hardest thing we're doing today, so... <laughs> <laughs> so collect yourselves. <laughs> okay, keeping all ten toes facing the same direction. Walk the feet about six or eight inches wider apart. 
Keeping all 10 of your toes facing the red wall. Walk the feet even wider. Maybe you can walk the feet even wider apart. Maybe you want to come down onto the forearms if you're already pretty low. Yeah. Okay, and then just walk the feet so wide that you can bring the pubic bone down to the floor between your feet. Or tomorrow. Next week. <laughs> Don't worry. If you're not all the way down yet, just keep breathing here. Okay, now, by whatever means possible, you're going to make your way to a seated straddle facing the same direction. You might have to bend the knees. You might have to use your hands to help lower your seat down. You might ask for your neighbor's help. <laughs> Get there however you can. Good. Feet and legs are wide. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Straddle forward fold. You can grab hold of the toes or you can grab hold of the floor in front of you. Upa Vista Konasana. Some of us are going to have a tendency to let the kneecaps roll in towards the center. Some of us are going to have a tendency to let the kneecaps roll out away from the center. Do neither. Keep the kneecaps going straight up, toes straight up. Good. Lift all the way up to a seated position. Bend the right knee into the chest. Right heel next to your pubic bone. Keep your hips wide though. So keep the hips facing the direction we're facing. Now for this variation of Janu Shirshasana, it takes quite a big twist in the upper body to turn towards your left leg. So twist towards your left leg and then fold forward Janu Shirshasana. Good. Keep trying to level the armpits to the floor so that one armpit isn't higher than the other, but you're trying to make them even. Yeah, good. Good. Inhaling, lift all the way upright. Exhale, extend the right leg out to the side. Coming back to the center. Bend the left knee. Bring the left heel by the left side of your pubic bone. Twist your upper body towards your right leg and fold forward, Janu Shirshasana, other side. Inhaling, lift all the way upright. Exhale, extend the left leg out. Bend the right knee in again. You have two options. You can do the exact same shape with the legs. Or you can take a half virasana shape with the right leg. So the right leg would be folded behind and the right foot pointed. Does that make sense? If that bothers your knee at all, do the other thing. Okay? So everybody, left hand to right knee. Right arm reaches up to the ceiling. Good. Keep your chest open. Keep it a side bend as you bend towards the left leg. If you can't reach your foot yet, just keep stretching and reaching towards your foot, and one day you will grab it. And if you are holding your foot, then pull on your foot a little bit and bend your elbow a little more to the ceiling. Yes, so you're kind of framing your face with your upper arm. Good. Inhaling, lift all the way upright. Bring the right knee up into the chest first and then extend the right leg. 
Left leg folds in. Either you take Janyu Shirshasana or you take that funny half Virasana shape with the leg. Right hand to your left knee. Left arm reaches up. Side bend all the way over towards the right leg. Yes, if the hand and the foot have not met yet, just keep reaching and yearning and stretching towards it. And if your hand is holding your foot, then pull against your foot a little bit and bend your left elbow up towards the ceiling. Yes. Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Bring the left knee up into the chest first. And then exhale, extend. Bend both knees in. Fold both knees open to the sides, preparing for Baddha Konasana. Pressing the heels together, fold forward. As you press the heels together, feel the knees moving in opposite directions. So the right knee moves to the right, the left knee moves more to the left. On your inhale, lift all the way upright to a seated position. And then cradle your right leg up into your chest. Keep your left leg the way it is, right in front of you. Sit a little more forward. Sit a little more upright. Pull the leg towards the chest as you pull the chest towards the leg. Chest forward towards the leg. Yeah, more chest. Good. Okay. Now, you can stay like this if the next bit isn't for you today. You're going to sling your right leg as high up onto your right upper arm as possible, moving towards compass pose, giving us a sense of direction and purpose. Okay, so right hand to the floor. Your left hand is going to switch and hold the top of your right foot. And then I like to lean forward a little bit and start to straighten my leg before I sit back and look under the left shoulder. Yeah. So again, pull on your foot a little bit to bend the left elbow a little to the side so that your arm isn't pushing the side of your head around. Okay, release that. Come back to the center. Feet together. Knees out to the sides. Other side. So cradle the left leg into the chest. Sit more up. Sit a little bit more forward on your sitting bones. Pull the center of your chest forward towards your leg as you pull your leg towards your chest. Speaking of Jiva Mukti memories, I just had a flashback. I'm pretty sure that compass pose was like the first focus of the month when I first started coming here. And so compass pose was like the first thing we were trying, I was trying with my body and I was like, what? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay, sling, I just realized that. It's purely coincidence. Okay, (laughs) bring the left hand down to the floor. Switch your grip so that the right hand holds the top of the left foot. And then lean a little forward to start to straighten your leg and then sit down and look under the right armpit or or any part of that arrangement. (laughs) Good, release that. Come back to the center. Soles of the feet together. Pick up your knees. Step your feet a little bit wider than hip width distance. Bring your hands to the floor and push yourself right up into a squatting position. 
Lift the hips halfway up. Thread the right arm between the legs and take the left arm all the way around behind the back. Good, try to make a bind and then wiggle your left foot more to the middle, right up under your body. Push the left foot down into the floor as you start to lift up to a standing position. Peel the right heel, the right toes up off the floor for Bird of Paradise. Good. Start to get the standing leg organized first. And then once you've organized the standing leg, then play with the up leg. Yeah. Don't give up on it. Don't be afraid to try things more than once. Right? Every time you try it, it becomes a little bit more available. Okay. Bend both knees. Bring both feet flat onto the floor. Come back to the center. Squat down. Hands together at the center. Lift your hips up. Thread the left arm between both legs and take the right arm around behind the back, binding the hands, connecting the hands. Wiggle the right foot more to the middle. Push down into the right foot, lift all the way up to standing. Concentrate on organizing standing leg first. Standing leg first. Push the right heel down, try to straighten the standing leg. Then you can play with the up leg. Bend both knees, place the feet on the floor. Release the arms, come back into your squatting position. Also not the hardest thing we're doing today. Hands to the floor. Happy Yoga Monday, everyone. <laughs> Raise the hips up, fold forward. Bring your hands onto your waist, lift all the way up to stand. Good, you can turn to face the front, feet and legs together. Tadasana. <sighs> okay. Good timing with the music and everything. I love that. Feet and legs all the way together. <laughs> Step the left foot back. Step the left foot back. Have both heels grounded, both legs straight, and both hips squared to the front of the room. Reach the left arm up. Take the left arm all the way forward and down for rotated triangle pose. Right arm reaches up. Press into the left heel to lift all the way up to standing. And then exhale, step forward, feet together. Step the right foot back. Reach the right arm up. Take the right arm all the way forward and down. Rotated triangle, Pavrita Trikonasana. It's just a secret class six is all. <laughs> Just with a few minor changes. <laughs> On the inhale, lift all the way upright. Standing position. Exhale, step forward, feet together. Good. Bend your knees, reach your arms up. Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Feet and knees all the way together. Feet all the way together so your feet touch and your knees touch. Squeeze the inner legs together. Feel that the legs and the hips are super steady and then twist a little deeper by pressing the hands together more. 
Bend both knees more deeply. Reach down with the left hand and try to touch the floor or a block as the right arm reaches up. Good. Use the leverage of your left arm pressing against your right leg to open up the chest more. And then stay in your twist. Step your left foot back for standing spinal twist. Right arm reaches all the way overhead. Good. Stay in your twist. Step forward, feet together. Stay in the twist. Palms of the hands pressed together. Keep your knees bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up, arms alongside the body. I know. Can't wait for the second side. So here we go. Inhale, bend the knees. Reach the arms up. Super excited. I can feel everyone's exhilaration. Exhale, twist to the left side. <laughs> Mickey's like, thank you so much for teaching us awkward twists. <laughs> Squeeze your inner legs together. Good. Steady yourself with your legs. Bend the legs even more now and reach the right hand down as you reach the left arm up. Try your best to keep the right upper arm pressing against the left leg. Good. And then you can use that as leverage to open up the front of the chest. Step the right foot back. Standing spinal twist. Left arm reaches over. ground down through the big toe joint there. Good. Stay in your twist. Inhale, step forward, feet together. Stay in the twist. Exhale, palms of the hands pressed together. Keep the knees bent. Inhale, reach the arms up to the center. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Inhale, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Okie dokie. Step your right foot to the outside of your right hand. For a moment, lower your left knee down onto the floor. Good. Bring, thread your right arm underneath your right leg. And then press your left, oh, sorry, your right hand. Press your right hand down into the floor next to your right foot. Okay. Lift your right heel up. And then with your left hand, you're going to hold your right foot. Mm -hmm. Left hand, right foot. You heard correctly. Don't second guess. <laughs> Put your back knee down. Put your back knee down. Back knee down. Yes, lift your right heel up. Left hand holds right foot. Left hand holds right foot. That is correct. Now, can you lift the right foot off the floor and hover it there? You can do it. You have to push down with your hand to do it. Hook your knee around your upper arm so that you can actually grab your upper arm. Pick it up. Pick it up. You can do it. Hover there. Hover it there. Hover it there. <laughs> then see if you can extend the right leg. Ooh, oh, yes. All right, re relax, relax. Everyone take a break. All right, I know. 
God, our yoga teacher today was so mean. I knew I should have taken the 615 class. You gonna do for us? No? Will you, Dana, will you do for us? Yes. Yes? Please? Okay. Just so that everyone has a visual, because I realize it's hard to, when we're trying something new that we've never seen before, it's hard to sometimes process the instructions and try to do this new thing. So Donna's going to show the pose with the back knee up, which is harder than having the back knee down for most of us, although you might be with the rare case where it's not. But um, she's going to show with the back knee up, but you do have the option always of putting the back knee down, just, just to be clear. Whichever side you, you are more comfortable in, yeah? Okay, so right side. So first, the right arm comes underneath, and then she's gotta press the right hand down into the floor like vashistasana, like side plank. That's why we did side plank earlier, okay? She's gotta press that down so hard. She's gonna grab hold of her left foot, and then even if she just holds the foot there for a moment and hovers, look how her leg is grabbing hold of her upper arm. So she can hover there and the leg clamping on the upper arm can help her to find the balance a little bit. Then she's gonna start to straighten her leg. As she straightens her leg, she has to push the right hip way, way under. If she does not do that, watch, bend your knee again. Bend your knee again. If she doesn't do that, if she doesn't tuck the right hip under simultaneously, she's going to lose her balance because her hips are going to go back behind her arm. Yeah? Sorry, dear. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> pulling, pushing and pulling her into positions. Can I say something? Yeah, sure. I'm also moving the back foot in before I extend. Yeah, we'll go over that. We'll add that part in. So there's lots of options here. So first option is just to try to get that right foot off the floor and maybe you sort of hover just with your knee clamping down on your upper arm. That's like step one, or that's actually step like 15, but y'all are pretty much there. So, so let's try the other side. We're gonna try the second side also with the back knee down. So same situation and then we're gonna try, don't worry, you'll have lots of opportunities to try this. Okay, <laughs> I know y'all were so worried about that. Come into downward facing dog. Step the left foot to the outside of the left hand. Lower the right knee down to the floor. Thread the left arm underneath the left leg. Press the left hand strongly down into the floor. Then, right hand holds your left foot. See if you can just peel the left foot off the floor and hover it there in front of you. Mm-hmm. Yes, hover, hover, hover. Push down hard into the left hand. Then maybe you can start to extend the left leg and look under the right upper arm towards the ceiling. Good, Mickey. Good. Yes, good, Rina. Good. Okay, good. Bo uh, left foot to the floor, both hands to the floor. Step back, downward facing dog. Okay, step the right foot forward outside of the right hand again. Yes, again. If you want to put the back knee down again, you're welcome to. Otherwise, move the back foot a little bit closer and turn the heel down at an angle like a warrior one back foot. Then pick up your right foot again with your left hand. And again, you can hover there with your knee bent and in front of you to start to grab the balance. Right arm feels like it's in Vashistasana, side plank. 
and then see if you can start to extend the left leg and look under the right armpit. Yes. Good, darling. Okay, let right foot to the floor, both hands to the floor. Step back, downward facing dog. Fourth time's a charm, as they say. <laughs> Here we go. Left, hand, left foot to the outside of the left hand. If you worked with the back knee down again, go ahead and put the back knee down. If you worked with the back knee up, then hop your right foot a little closer and turn the heel down to the floor like warrior one. Now, press hard into the left hand as you pick up the right foot and try to hover there. Now, simultaneously, straighten the left leg and tuck the left hip under your body. So you have to push your hips under your body more. Yes, yes, that's all right. No, no worries, okay, both hands to the floor. Step back, downward dog. Rest in child's pose. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> That's not the hardest thing we're doing today. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're going to take inversion practice now. Uh, you're welcome to uh, practice headstand for the full five minutes. Otherwise, if you want to start with a little handstand practice or a little forearm stand practice, you're welcome to do that and then join us in headstand. The one thing I request is make sure you're taking care of your neighbors. So if you are moving to the wall, make sure there's no one nearby that is going to be traumatized by your practice, okay? And if you're in the center, make sure that you're working in a way that you're not going to fall on your neighbors. And that mean, you know, that means, you know, both being other-minded, so being compassionate for who's practicing around you, but it also requires being a little bit humble. Like maybe you don't, you know, go maybe you don't turn it up to 11 if if you're uh, practicing close to neighbors. Maybe you take a little walk it back a little. Yeah, good. Start on your hands and knees, hon. Start on hands and knees. Yeah, perfect. And then, then it's easier to come up from hands and knees. Perfect. You can just walk right up there. Great. <laughs> Lace them together and then try to close the hands all the way. Mm-hmm.
Just about one more minute. So make the most of your time, even if you came down to rest, make the most of the last minute or so. Okay, start to find your way into child's pose. And then if you were working at the wall, start to make your way back to the middle. And then once you're back in, uh, in the middle, come back into downward facing dog. Oh man, oh man. I could never figure that one out. On the inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, touch the forehead down to the floor. Arms alongside the body, palms of the hands facing the ceiling. Inhale, lift head, chest, legs, shalabhasana. Good. Keep the breath flowing, even if you don't hear me counting out loud. On your exhale, slowly release down. Bend the knees. Reach back. Catch hold of the ankles. Inhaling, lift all the way up. Dhanurasana, bow pose. Lift head, chest, and knees. Exhale, release down. Again like that, bend the knees, reach back, hold on to the ankles. Inhale, lift all the way up. Dhanurasana, second time. Good. Exhale, releasing down. Place the hands on the floor next to the rib cage. Inhale, lift all the way forward and up into upward dog. Exhale, go all the way back downward dog. Lift your heels high, bend your knees, look way past your arms, and then hop all the way through to sit down and lay down on your back. Bring the feet onto the floor. Lift the hips up, lace the hands behind the back into a fist. 
Separate the hands, release the back down onto the floor. Place the hands and the feet, preparation for Urdhvaranirasana. On the inhale, go ahead and lift up. Chin to the chest, slowly release down. Second time, place hands and feet, get ready. Inhaling, lift all the way up. Chin to the chest, slowly release down. One more time, place hands and feet. Inhaling, lift up, Urdhvaranyarasana, last time, unless you're staying from Monica's class. <laughs> there you go, good. Chin into the chest and slowly release down and then hug the knees into the chest. Take both knees all the way over to the left side of the body as you look to the right. Arms out into a T. to the center and then go the other way. Knees to the right, twisting to the left. up into the center. Come all the way up to a seated position. Stretch both legs forward out in front of you. Paschimottanasana. Fold forward.
Lift all the way up right to a seated position. And then set up for shoulder stand practice. So Lumba Sarvangasana. If you're not taking shoulder stand, you can find some space at the wall to put your legs up the wall. If you're taking your legs up the wall, take something with you to have under your hips, a blanket or a block or multiple blankets, multiple blocks, so that the hips have a little bit of elevation above the floor. If you have variations in your shoulder stand you would like to work on today, now is the time. If you're in your shoulder stand, start to wrap up your variations and come into plow pose, halasana. And from your plow pose, start to roll onto the back. If you took shoulder stand, set up for fish pose, matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor. If you have your legs up the wall, stay there for just a few more moments. Okay. 
Good. Fish pose. Lift the chin into the chest. Release down just for a moment. Feel the back body able to rest against the earth for a couple of breaths. And then gather the knees into the chest and roll to one side. Come on up to a seated position. We're going to uh, we're going to take meditation practice first tonight and then shavasana. So set up a comfortable uh, meditation seat. Um, it's very it's very helpful to sit up a little higher than the just sitting on the floor on the yoga mat. So having a blanket or block or a combination of things under you. If, if the knees are way up, also put something under the knees so that the hip muscles can relax, don't have to work to hold the knees. So start by holding the body still. And start to bring your focus to the movement of the breath. No need to control the breath. Your body will breathe on its own. And you just watch. So see if you can maintain focus on the breath. And at the same time, think of a few qualities, uh, three, five, you, you decide, uh, a few qualities that you aspire to in your life. If that's, you know, clarity of mind, self-understanding, wisdom, courage and strength, or compassion and kindness, or creativity. But make it personal. And then in your mind, start to build an altar for each of the qualities that you thought of, that you want to be reminded of, that you want to walk towards and move towards. 
for each of those qualities, find an object or a symbol or a color or even a person, even a figure that reminds you of those qualities. So that each time you would see that object, you would be reminded of that quality, that it, it would enliven that quality inside of you. And once you've done dressing the altar and selecting your objects or your people or your figures that remind you of these qualities, then focus inside on the feeling that arises in you when you're reminded of that person, or that place, or that quality. the more often you can return to this feeling that's inside you now, then the more often you will be that person that you're aspiring to. For tonight's practice, if you wish to stay in meditation, you may. Otherwise, quietly and quickly move into Shavasana.
Start to deepen the breath. Start to bring some movement into the body. Gathering the knees, roll to one side and come on up to a seated position. Thank you all so much for making time for practice tonight and for all of your very, very hard work and your sense of humor as always. Namaste. Thank you so much. Um, at the end of August, last Sunday of August, uh, Jules Febre will be teaching the inversion workshop. So sign up early because we do expect it to fill up. And uh, if you want an extra chance to work on those handstands, forearm stands, headstands, that's the place to be. Last Sunday of the month, I think it's the 27th, and it's from 6 to 8.30. Thanks.